Good morning and welcome to the, another edition of Outside Demands. I'm your host, Justin Wolliver, and listen, today is going to be, uh, it's going to be a banger, uh, as what I like to call it, a banger. I don't know really know what the banger means, but uh, listen, today is February, let me get my Apple Watch to work, February 3rd, Thursday, February 3rd, 2022, tomorrow is February 4th, the day of my divorce. It's the last day of me being a married man, and uh, I just had... A little bit on my heart today to say about the fact of like tomorrow I won't be married. Tomorrow I won't be able to say that I am happily married. Tomorrow I'm not going to be able to say that um, I'm married. I'm taken. I'm on the market tomorrow. It's scary. And so I just want to go a little bit in depth about uh, what's in my heart. I'm scared. I'm worried. I'm frightened. But I know I serve an awesome God. I know that um, the God that I serve is here willing and ready to take care of me. I know that the God I serve is here knowing my pain, knowing my struggles, knowing my worries, knowing my fears. With that being said, I have nothing to be afraid of. With that being said, I have nothing to be afraid of. With that being said, I have nothing to be worried about or or frightened or um, afraid of what what's going to happen tomorrow. Because tomorrow is already taken care of. And I shouldn't have to worry about it anyways because... Why? Why should I worry about tomorrow? Tomorrow can worry about himself, but today... Today is a day that I thought would never, ever happen. Today is a day that I reflect on the 12 years of marriage that I have. From proposing to her at my cousin's graduation party, which I got permission from my lovely cousin. I appreciate that. To our lovely wedding at First Baptist Church Willis with everybody who loved us, everybody who cared for us, everybody who was in agreement while we were there. And when she walked down the aisle, I cried like a little baby. So today is going to be a day where I remember. Remember the fact that I hid my truck because I didn't want anybody to mark on it with, um, um, was that, the shoe polish stuff. Or I didn't want anybody to put peanuts in there. Or remember the time whenever we got married and um, I literally bought one plate of food, like one meat tray, because I didn't want anybody staying too long at the reception because I wanted to, was a virgin. I wasn't a virgin, but I was a virgin. I lost my virginity to her before we got married, but I wanted to enjoy married life. So I bought one meat plate and said, if it's done, then get out of here so I can go on my honeymoon. I remember the time when we went to the honeymoon. We went to San Antonio, stayed at a haunted hotel. We, uh, you know, being a man, you don't ever want to admit that you're lost. But I was lost, and she, she told us she remember she, uh, she, uh, she knew the way back to the hotel. Or our five year anniversary, which I don't really remember. Ten year anniversary, we went to Corsicana. No, we went to where do we go? Uh, was it Corsicana? No, Corpus Christi. Went to Corpus Christi. Stayed on those fake beaches of Corpus Christi. And, uh, maybe it was our five year. I don't know, I remember one year we went to Corpus Christi. Stayed on the, the white, sandy, fake beaches of Corpus Christi. Um, all the memories we had. Remember when we found out we were pregnant with Dustin and I told her that she didn't ever have to work again. 
Because I wanted her to stay at home with the kids. I remember when Dustin was born, being there. And this isn't a sappy story to try to, to let people know um, anything. This is just me being honest with myself and knowing that I'm not going to leave this marriage negative. You know what I mean? I'm not going to leave this marriage with negative thoughts, with the fact that we fought and we fought and we fought. And, and, and I was I was a bad dad and I was a horrible husband at some times. And I didn't know how to take care of my kids. I didn't know how to take care of my wife. I didn't know how to take care of a lot of stuff. I'm not letting that ruin anything. I'm I'm thinking about the positive stuff. The time we agreed for me to go to college so that I could better our family. Sitting there in the in the office and they're like, Well, your school's gonna be like a hundred thousand dollars and we both looked at each other and said, Well, if this is what it needs to be, this is what it needs to be. And we took on the challenge ourselves and I went to college. Or when we had Peyton I remember when, when, I remember I was sitting in call in class, and I got a text message from Anna. It said, hey, I want to have another kid. I left school. And, you know, because women, you know, they change their minds a lot. And so I left school, and I went home. And about the time she said she didn't want to have another kid, too late. She was already pregnant with, with Peyton. Or the times we took road trips to Oklahoma to go visit family and our little blue... Chevy Sonic that her cousin sold us that I hated. I hated that little car. Or the time we traded in that little stupid car for a RAV4. It was the most amazing thing we've ever did. We had that for about a year and a half, and then we traded in for the Highlander that she has now. Or the memories of us just hanging out with each other, watching TV, moving from house to house, starting in a, uh, starting out living our life in my parents' mobile home in Willis, and then moving to, I believe we moved to Sun Park, which is an apartment complex in Conroe, and then from Sun Park we moved to another apartment complex in Conroe, and then, and then I believe we moved into a house, and that was the best thing. Because we had a house. We rented a house. Granted, we rented it. And that's right around the time I got out of the record because I graduated college. We had a house. I could mow a yard. Had a garage. It was big space. Really big space. And then we moved into the townhouse that we're in now. Or the times where we spent many, where we went to Louisiana for her aunt's uh, wedding anniversary. They renewed their vows and everything. We stayed at the Slingshot Inn in Louisiana. Now, again, I'm not trying to bring back memories to try to persuade anybody to make them feel sorry for me. But here's what I'm doing as I'm remembering all these good times that we had together as husband and wife. Because we don't hate each other. We've never hated each other. We're not going to hate each other. What can what? But can I be honest with you? The one thing that I don't like right now, and I've had a lot of anger towards, is the courts. I woke up today in a very bad mood because I know that today the court, tomorrow the courts are going to try to screw my life over, and it's going to try to hurt me. It's going to try to make me feel like I'm the worst person in the world because 
they want to do what they want to do because they don't think that we as humans or as grown-ups or as adults or as parents for our kids can make the right decision. So they want to change it. So we went into this divorce saying that I'll get the kids every other week and then she doesn't want child support um, because she can support the kids on her own. And I told her if she ever needs anything just to come, come, t- come to me. When it involves the kids, like the kids need a new pair of shoes, come to me. The kids need food, come to me. But if she wants to go out and party and don't come to me because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna su- supply. But the courts think, and it's not that I don't want to pay child support. I'll pay child support if I have to. I don't. It doesn't bother me. But it, what bothers me is the courts think that they can come in and, and tell me what I can and can't do. When I called up and asked for a court date, they told me that literally I can't ask for a court date because it's not my. I'm not the one who filed, so I told Anna to call. And but before she hung, before the lady hung up at the court, she told us, told me that the agreement that we have together is not going to work in the courts. What? What do you mean? What do you mean the 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 the, the plans that we put in front of ourselves aren't going to work? Because why? Well, what if you and Anna get into an argument and there's nothing in place for a fall safe fell safe for the kids i was like well listen whatever I, i'm i'm trying not to argue with them i'm trying not to fight with them but what i wanted to tell them is we're grown-ups we're adults and we can get over problems now we're not getting divorced because we hate each other we're not getting divorced because of 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 anything that is a typical divorce we could we will call this a non-typical divorce and granted y'all still don't know why we're getting divorced but Here's the deal. I don't think the court should have the right to tell me that I can see my kids every other weekend and that I have to pay child support. And it's not the child support that gets me. It's the fact that I can't. They, they want to hold me back from seeing my kids to every other weekend. So that's what, I'm, that's what I'm negative about today. Yeah, I got a lot of thoughts and a lot of emotions going through my mind. Thinking that tomorrow I'm going to be completely different. And then Saturday I wake up and it's like you're... You're a quote-unquote free man, but I'm not. I'm not a free man. My heart is not open to the public. My heart is not open to any female to just come in and try to steal it. Listen, this heart is is protected. You have to have a certain key. You have to have a certain personality. You have to have a certain trait. You have to have a certain desire and love to get in this heart. I'm not letting this heart go to anybody. You know, um, my first marriage was good. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed everything about it. We had a lot of great memories. We had a lot of great adventures. We had a lot of great things that I wanted to do in the future, you know, like retire. And once we retire, we, uh, you know, live on on this land, sit out on the porch and drink coffee or sweet tea, rock in rocking chairs and watch horses and cows and and whatever people watch but i'm not gonna get to do that with her so with that being said i have strict criteria for my next one and it's not like i'm trying to say that the first one was bad because it's not i'm not i'm not dishing her i'm not being mean against her i will never ever ever say anything negative about anna on this podcast because she there's nothing negative i could say about it but you know, I have criterias. My first criteria is you have to love Jesus with all your heart. 
you can't just love them on Sunday and Wednesday and be done with it. No, I've I've done that. I've I've loved Jesus for the last years just on Sundays and Wednesdays and I'm not doing that anymore. You can't you can't come into this heart if you don't love Jesus every day of the week. You can't come into this heart if if you're not willing to encourage me to stay in the word. If you're not encouraging me to love the word and if you're not encouraging me to be in the word every single day. I, you you can't you don't have a key you don't have an entrance there's not a window open there's not a crack in the door there's no slit underneath the door there's nothing the only way you can get in into this heart is you have to love God and he has to be your number one and you have to be able, you have to be okay with my ex still being in my life she's the mother of my kids she's the she's a, uh, my best friend you know and I've I've told her like and I'm dead serious. Like I told her, I was like, "Whenever I get married, can you be my best man?" Because that's how much I—that's how much I appreciate her. That's how much I want to keep her in my life as a friend. Now we're gonna go our separate ways, and she's gonna go live her life, and I'm gonna go live my life. But in the grand schemes of everything, like I still want her to be my best man. Why? Because we're friends. And what do friends do? Friends invite friends to their wedding. Now, I could be a jerk and tell her I don't want her in my wedding. I could be a jerk and tell her I don't want her anywhere around me. But then what kind of person would I be? What kind of person would I be if I... What kind of example would I be to my kids if I just never, ever, ever had her around? You know, I have plans on Mother's Day, when it comes Mother's Day, to still send her flowers. Maybe send her flowers. You know, send her a DoorDash of of breakfast, of, of... her favorite breakfast. You, you want to know why? Because I want to be an example for my kids to show them that I still I still appreciate their mom for being mother of them. Because Mother's Day is for mothers. And if I don't show my appreciation for her, then how are they going to be able to show their appreciation to her if daddy doesn't do it? So listen, I think I've went long enough, but I, I hope that you feel my heart. I hope you feel where I'm coming from, being the last day of being a married man. Today is going to be a day of prayer. Today is going to be a day of uh, reflecting. Today is going to be a day of rejoicing. Not in the bad stuff, not in the fact that I'm getting divorced, but I'm going to rejoice over the good memories that I have. I'm going to rejoice in the, in the good times we had. And then tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, we're going to hop on a Zoom, and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I don't want to jeopardize the... I don't want to jeopardize this divorce. Not for my sake, but for her sake. Because this is what she wants. This is what we want. This is what together, collectively together, this is what we came up with would be the best decision for the two of us. So if you're listening to this day, I ask you to say a little prayer for me. You know, um, I'm going to share this on my, this first, second episode on on Spotify. But I'm going to share this and say a little prayer for me. If you're if you're watching this and or whatever, if you're listening to this, just say a prayer for me. If you have my phone number, text me. Let me know you're praying for me because uh, today is going to be a stressful day. But I know God's in control. And I know that without a shadow of a doubt that God loves me. I know without a shadow of a doubt God cares for me. I know without a shadow of a doubt that God's there for me. And that's all I need. I don't need anything else. I just need to know that God's there for me. So when I fall, He's there to pick me up. When I trip, He's there to pick me up and dust me off. When I'm scared... He's there to protect me. 
when I'm tired and restless, he has a he has the grand pillow, the grand blanket to give me the most comfort as possible. When I'm stressed and scared and worried and afraid, he's going to give me a new pair of shoes so I can run into his arms and I can find comfort, I can find strength, I can find protection, I can find everything that I need in the arms of God. So that being said, this is the last day Justin is going to be married. This is the last day that I will be a married man. And so I'm going to reflect all day from the past 12 years. So with that being said, y'all have a great day. God bless you. God loves you. And if you have any questions, man, hit me up. You email me at outsidethebands at gmail.com. I still haven't got any emails, but it's cool. I appreciate you. I love you. Follow. Hit that follow button. Because there's more podcasts. I got some more. I got old ones that I'm going to post back here on Spotify. And then I still have that banger with my sister-in-law. Um, the, the maid of honor. So y'all have a great day. God bless you. And I'll talk to you later. This is Outside the Bands.